people. We're dealing with two anachronisms now, Sam. Bayesian and young Obama. Wally, Nate, I want you guys to go talk some sense into a mind. You mean convince her to stand down while her village and family is torn apart? What if I use my temporal simulator to find some loophole that Amaya can use to help save Zambezi? All right, do it. The rest of us, we're on Obamacare. Escape. Grodd will complete his mission. Time to make America Grodd again. Clearly, you have some grievances. But perhaps we can look for a common ground. Everybody and welcome to Struggle Session. I'm your host Jack Allison. Today I'm flying solo, uh, as far as the you know regular hosts of the show. Uh, this I'm beginning, uh, um, you know, a, a sort of uh, what might be a regular series diving into the Arrowverse, the CW shared universe group of TV shows that all sort of sprung up around Arrow. Uh, I've started to watch them, you know, recently. I've, uh, I've I've gotten you know decently into them. Um, I think the only one we might not watch uh, is do Air- is Arrow, um, but because uh, uh, you know, despite it being sort of the the, the namesake of the entire universe, <laughs> it's uh, maybe the most boring and bad of the shows. Um, but today, I wanted to first talk about uh, what is. Frankly, I'm like, I think it's kind of like a throwback in how sort of like goofy and weird it is. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, and I'm joined by a couple of great guests uh, and passionate Legends and Arrowverse fans. Uh, Lenny Burnham, who uh, is an, a foremost Legends expert. Uh, and Jack Bills, who has for years been banging the drum of that we need to talk about the Arrowverse on Struggle Session. Um, and and frankly, you know, without Jack's push, I don't know that I ever would have finally watched the Arrowverse. Uh, uh, and so, you wow. know, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of glad. I'm, I'm glad a little bit that, <laughs> you know, that that, that happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm not here to gloat. I'm not here to say I told you so. Sure. Uh, I will say, uh, yes, Jack very adamantly seemed to despise the Arrowverse up to this point. Uh, and I will say... I don't say, know about despise, not despise, but I, I... You know, we'll get into it, but <laughs> I, I'll admit that, you know, there is stuff about the Arrowverse that it looks corny when yes, you first look yes, at it. Yes, no, and I'm with but you. On when you 100%. sort of dive into the, the whole of it, there's, like, you know, an appealingness to the corniness. It kind say, of appeals and it's intentional or something. The show we're talking about today is the last show I thought you would have gotten into, to be totally <laughs> honest. I've, I would have never well, shown you this, other than the Barack Obama grill. <laughs> well, well let, let's talk about it then, because so Legends of Tomorrow is... Basically, a spinoff show mm-hmm. of of the Flash, yes. more or less. So like, we uh, could even go back further, really. Right. So, so it all started with Arrow, which was basically like a Batmanification of Green Arrow. It was you essentially know, it was the like, Chris Nolan Green Arrow show, TV right. show. Yeah, and it was and it was also like not very comic booky. Right. Like that show, right. like really, especially in its first season, was like trying to sort of like hide its comic bookiness and really wanted to be like a serious yeah. 
cool show. It was very much Dark Knight, uh, the TV show. Like, right. everything, even, like, their version of um, Black Canary is, like, their racial Dawes. It's it's pretty much, like, a one-for-one with the Chris Nolan aesthetic. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, I haven't Small watched it. I, I, watched, yeah. I think I watched the first season of it because I was, like, really trying yes. to be, like, I'm going to watch the Arrowverse yes, and I'm going to watch it, it right. in order. <laughs> but to be honest with you, I, I think that the Arrow show is pretty boring. Yeah, and I Once agree. the Flash showed up, I was like, I want to watch the Flash show. And then the Flash yeah. show is, like, so much better. So frankly. I, I'm a big comic book person. I consider myself uh-huh. a DC fan, but I'm really just a Flash. I think just a Flash fan. Like, I've sure. had a Flash comic. So that's my guy. So I like Flash. I like Flash. A lot, I did yeah. not. This is actually breaking news. I did not watch season one of The Flash because Barry was not blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I boy, I said the whole. I was like, kids too young. It also, I really didn't like the new Fifty Two and when they were came out with yeah, Flash because I mean, Arrow. I also didn't watch because I wanted Justin Hartley from Smallville to be the Green Arrow. <laughs> So you're you're too much of a DC fan yeah. to have enjoyed this. That's actually kind of how I feel too. Is yeah. that I was like I'm like too much a fan of DC that I'm like you know the tone of this is like wrong. I don't want yes. it this way or whatever. I want it to be like the Batman, the Tim, you know, the Tim Bruce Tim shit or whatever. But what helps me is keeping in mind that we have J.J. Abrams Star Trek the DC I know. universe. <laughs> I know. Well, and also like created this you know, whole separate timeline. That is uh-huh. the CW verse, and it appears right. that before in the original timeline that we see in season one. Not, I'm getting a little too. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to kick my own ass right now. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but um, but we'll, uh, we'll go yeah. too deep into it. But go right. ahead, please. So we see that original timeline before Barry's mom is uh, murdered. Right. It looks like just the regular comic books, and then everything. Once he does that, that's the Arrowverse, and then. That's why all these things are different in Arrow, even though it predates the Flash. The events happen after that. So it's because yeah. of what the Flash did back then in Flashpoint, of course. Yeah, and every time right. he changes the timeline, our world gets a little more comic booky, which is something you'll right. find as 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 things keep going. Yes. Uh, so the show we're talking about today, though, is mm. so Arrow was a spinoff, or you know, Flash was a spinoff of Arrow, yes. and then this show, Legends of Tomorrow, was a bizarre spinoff. Yes of uh flash which yes. you know it's such an odd show because it's even the name of the show is dc's legends of tomorrow so, which is such a strange <laughs> name even to begin with so this became so i i watched this all happen live like i was watching week by week when they announced a spinoff from flash it was originally gonna be like we're gonna do a hawkman show we're gonna do the hawks right and then they were like a month later they're like oh wait no it's gonna be an adam spinoff and then I think, this is my opinion, they just were like, fuck it, let's just throw them all together and like do <laughs> Rip Hunt. Because it's a weird, because if you're like, oh, what's the next DC TV show? Legends I mean, of Tomorrow is a really odd choice. It's an odd choice. Yeah, you would have thought, I think like this. It also feels like it's maybe just a team. If they were like, yeah. we want to do a team show. Justice Society, what's a team I think, that's was available? one idea for it. Um, yeah. I watched Arrow a little bit um, pretty casually, and then I really got into it when they announced The Flash um, because I knew uh, Grant Gustin from Glee. <laughs> Which on... there is a lot of Glee stuff in that, like, the, yeah. yeah. I was a really, really big Grant Gustin fan from his, like, five episodes of Glee, so mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, he has, like, 
a show he's going to star in so I can stop watching these same episodes of Glee over and over. Um, <laughs> so that was when I became like a big loyalist to DC, like watching it every week. See, I love to hear that because we in the DC, in DC fans, mm-hmm. we need all the new people we yes. can get. Like it, it really was like dying for a yeah. while there. And so like hearing the journey of being like, I was watching Glee and then I became a hardcore DC <laughs> fan. Like, you know, at one time, maybe I would have gate kept about that. But now right. I'm like, I just like that people like the fucking flash honestly (laughs) yeah so i watched legends from the beginning because i was so um into the flash and arrow by that point um and it like very quickly became my favorite of those shows um because i think it does a much better job of like sucking you in and having really exciting characters right Mm -hmm. away so that really became the one i was like looking forward to every week of all of them i guess i feel like it's the best just like straight up superhero show totally of all these agree. shows yeah, like you I know agree. arrow kind of like doesn't quite hit the mark but flash is just like straight up like it's, it might even be like maybe the best superhero show made yeah. if you if you don't count animated stuff where Agreed. it gets a little bit i have a theory about why this is too i think why a is lot that? of it is that the flash actually has like stories to adapt and he has like interesting uh-huh. comics whereas like there's not the same for i mean arrow I has some of that but they arrow really like speedy got addicted to yeah heroin. exactly That's right kind of about it but like, you, you, you know? have like these great flash storylines that don't even need to be changed like and and like right. i have a feeling they're even gonna probably reuse like him going back in time and striking himself and all that stuff like so they have like these great stories they can tell with flash like that they've done great jobs adapting like flashpoint right. or trialberry allen and things like that whereas right. like supergirl doesn't really have like her comics are actually like really bizarre and like weird supergirl like, comics are strange yeah like in supergirl comics there's a whole run where she's like a shape-shifting alien and yeah. not even yeah. like from krypton right. it's very yeah. weird yeah. but anyway so legends is this show that is this kind of mishmash of mm-hmm. these other three pilots that they're trying yes and it just becomes this really bizarre like time travel show yes, yeah. with superheroes uh that's kind of you know in an, in a very appealing way kind of like a mission of the week kind of right thing. the other element to it i think also is that these guys were originally going to make um like berlanti they were originally going to make the booster gold movie and oh, i really? kind of okay. think that they like oh, found replaced like booster gold with like a team <laughs> and they just like reused all the rip hunters because it is kind of just like the booster gold story like yeah, the loser just like going through, okay, going yeah. around fixing time or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and like the whole element of like being a loser that the future can't know you're an actual hero and like they have to remember you as like a D-list character or else the timeline is screwed. Like right. that's all yes, from Booster that's Gold. All, like yeah. the Booster Gold stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, something that I do find really appealing about the Arrowverse in in general is you know that it's kind of. Like, it, it is kind of like the new version of the DC universe that is, like, doing a shared story. I'm like, I've tried yes. all of them. Like, and I've read the comics, and I'm like, they're not that good right now. Like, I even tried watching all the new animated, like, there was the, like, anim- like new 52 animated movies or whatever, <laughs> yeah, and they I are am. bad, too. Yeah, I didn't get uh, into those at all. <laughs> Um, so, so Lenny, uh, uh, you're, you're an expert on legends, right? Is that, uh, I, I, I was told that you were the foremost expert on uh, legends <laughs> of tomorrow. Yeah, I've definitely seen, uh, I think I've seen like seasons four and five only like a couple times. Um, wow. but the previous seasons I've definitely watched. Many wow. Times. 
So I've I'm only like I'm only like just getting through season three. Okay. Um, I want yeah. So I'm like getting through season three. I can't even like speak to you know the most spoilery stuff. I'm like doing my best to get you know through the Arrowverse and kind of like watching some things concurrently and stuff like that. Um, but this show is such a fun. Like I, I honestly think you know season one was a very different tone. Um, and it like works a little less. But I would say that like season one is really great because uh, uh, Wentworth Miller, you know, plays a really great Captain Cold. I love um, it. And yeah. it's such a weird, it's such a weird performance. Yeah. It's such a big <laughs> swing. But I really did find myself by the end of the season. And, and even still, like I'm into season three and I'm like, I actually love Heat Miser. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Heat Wave. Yeah. Heat Wave. No, I, I love I, Heat I, wave. I, I like, love you know, uh, those guys. And bringing yeah. them back from prison break and putting them together again is so great. <laughs> It's so fun. And then uh, he even, even like, I was actually just rewatching season one and I just got to the episode where Heatwave is revealed to be Kronos. And like, right. that's, that shit is awesome. Like, they would play such a good, like, they they made like Captain Cold and Heatwave like such cool characters. I know, but the, the end of the season one, th- you know, and also I'm like, you know, I was like, damn, Wentworth Miller is like a good actor. Yeah, I never sure. really like thought about Wentworth Miller before. <laughs> I didn't either. I love the like Godfather theme that they give him too. And I just love like the gentleman thief angle to Captain Cold. <laughs> It's so funny yeah. and it's so big yeah. and so like sort of cartoony, uh, which is something that I like about this show too. This is, yes. you know, this show is a show where like, you know, Gorilla Grodd fights Barack Obama, <laughs> yes. where they like, yes. where they like have to tell George Lucas to make yeah. Star Wars. Oh my Wars God. See, that, was the, <laughs> that was like the thing I could never have imagined uh, you enjoy, to be honest with you. Like no, that I scene where. Like, go all the way. Like, no, it's I, did, I love it. But yeah. But I kind of like that this is like a big. Like I like a TV show to be like a TV show. Of you course. know what I mean? Yes. Like yeah, yeah. and in fact, like as as I'm watching the Arrowverse, I'm like, wow, mm. these are great as TV shows. They're great episodic things. They're goofy. Of course. You know, versus what you know, Marvel, which I think is like movies that feel like, you know, TV. Of course. You know, I'm like, I'd rather just watch like big goofy nineties sci fi yes. shit or whatever. <laughs> um uh, which this show definitely absolutely fits the bill. It It, it is almost nonsensical at times. <laughs> absolutely. The other thing we have to keep in mind is that now, uh, ever since the crisis, this is canonically tied into the Snyderverse uh, and Batman <laughs> right, vs. Superman. Right. So we may one day see uh, Wentworth Miller and Henry Cavill up I, there on the big screen look, together. <laughs> I actually, to be honest with you, I that DC is becoming such a complicated mess that <laughs> – makes no sense and is very off-putting to people yes. that like ha- yes. don't know about it it's like exactly what it should be like, I agree. The, that the movie franchise is now like zach is doing his own separate sequel to yes. justice League. yes well there are two timelines <laughs> yeah there's two timelines of the movies and there's multiple timelines of the tv shows that yes. then got like combined it's yes. just fucking ridiculous it's, in- it's insane it's insane yeah. so, so lenny what 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 made you want? Why, why have you watched Legends of Tomorrow so many times? Like, why what what uh, uh what draws you to the show? I mean, definitely a big part of it is what you're talking about about how it's just so good at being a TV show. Um, yeah. As I was rewatching it for this, I was just like, yeah, all the episodes really feel like episodes, and you can be mm-hmm. like, oh, I love when this happened and when this happened. Um, and yet the others, um. Even like I like Arrow, but whenever I'm like, uh, you know, what's my favorite episode of Arrow? I'm like, oh, they're all just kind of like Oliver feels bad about some stuff, you know? <laughs> um, and yeah, I love that. Like 
every legends just like feels like such a TV episode. And I love all the the characters um so much. McLaurie yeah. is amazing. Um he's really my, good. The URL for my DC fan Tumblr is Gay McWorry because I love it so much. <laughs> well, which is actually like such a funny thing. Like, I feel like this show, in a way, like, I am I wrong that this show, like, you know, sort of catered to its fan base and like that people were shipping characters and stuff because, like, all of a sudden in season two of Legends of Tomorrow, they go to like Nazi. Is this season two or season three? They where they go to Nazi Earth and there um, is gay Captain Cole. Oh yes, this who, is the crossover, like, which episode. is like. Which is so great, actually. It's it was awesome. like such a funny yeah. thing. And I was yeah. like, wow, this is super like pandering to people on Tumblr, right. but also like it super works. And, right, like, right. I was like, this is like why comics are great. <laughs> yeah, kind of. of course. It's like yeah. great in that comic book way. Yeah. Um, they did that in, I mean, I like what a gay show it is, but I feel like they make very weird choices sometimes where like yeah. um, all the like, canon gay gay couples i'm like i fucking hate this couple i really like i prefer like the fake gay couple i imagine between right. the adam and he wave be careful what you wish for yeah exactly be careful what you wish for um yeah so yeah the characters are i think are really great and one thing yeah. i like about the characters you know not to sort of spoil it too much for people um is that it kind of like cycles through characters yeah like so, this show like yeah. you know i i think like in a way that I, I haven't seen like a lot of modern shows do like is really not afraid to like get rid of like three of the core cast members like mid season. So like yeah, that. when uh, the show was announced, it was announced that every season would have a totally new cast, like that it'd be an oh, anthology wow. show. It was going to be, that's why it's DC's legends. Cause it was oh, interesting. Be, every season was like, they weren't even going to be the same. Oh, I didn't know that. And okay. then uh, they went back on that when everybody obviously loved the characters, like the characters. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was designed as a one-off. That's why you see like all these big deaths and stuff. That yeah. That's also why it's funny. It's uh, that is interesting that that's why it's called like DC's yeah. Legends of <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow's, which I've always thought is like it's just like I go to it on Plex or whatever. I'm like that is such a strange. Right. I have to go to D for this show <laughs> yeah. is so strange. <laughs> I think the idea was it would be like the Brave and the Bold show or something like that, where it was like mm-hmm. new team ups every season. And then, yeah, interesting. And I don't know. They just, they, I mean, they kind of did a little bit. Like every season does change. And then ne- you're, you're going to see it becomes kind of the sequel to the Constantine show. Uh, yeah. When Constantine joins. That was interesting. such a weird moment. Like it changes who, the whole show. <laughs> I think I'm one of the only people who watched every episode of NBC's Constantine. Oh, yeah. And when yeah, I read yeah, that, I, I was like, there's no fucking way yes, you're actually yes. honoring NBC's Constantine. Yes. And and they no, can, they really pick strange. up where it leaves off too. They pick up like where it leaves off with the whole no, they, with all the storylines. Berlanti and them, like I, I I'm watching these shows, I'm like I do get the kind of like too nerdy feeling like you got from like 60s DC and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it does feel like it's like they're a little over concerned with continuity in a way that is like the correct way for DC to be. You know what I mean? Like DC is supposed to like. They're supposed to have like big stupid ideas in one episode that are not supposed to be like like DC is so funny with like one writer will do something just in one issue and it's just a one off thing. And then they're like, well, we have to like live with that rule <laughs> right, forever. I'm like, well, whatever. That's, what I I, guess that's like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I like about DC. Like Marvel is just kind of goes back to zero every time. Like, right. There's all these like great storylines and things like that, which um, Legends as being like 
has so many great characters from these comic yeah. books. It's really putting a spot. So let's talk through some of the yeah. characters, and I guess let's go through. I guess like you know, I guess if we don't go through four and five, but like I guess let's go through the roster and kind of how they change uh, uh, from season to season. So uh, in your first season, you have Captain Cold, uh, Heat Wave, um, White Canary, mm-hmm. uh, Firestorm. Dr. Palmer, I guess, right? Or the Atom. His uh, character uh, was originally going to be Blue Beetle, actually. He'd honestly be better as a Blue Beetle, but <laughs> whatever. So his whole, like, season two is, like, Ted Cord, in- Cord Industries is name-dropped, like, through the whole season. And then you meet Ray Palmer, who's the head of Palmer <laughs> right. Tech at the end. It was supposed to be Ted Cord, uh, but then I guess at the last minute they got the no from Warner Brothers. And then they just, like, find, replace, put him in as Ray Palmer. So he's kind of, like, not... Because I love the Atom. He's one of my favorite characters, for sure. And I love this character, too, but... He's grown. No, you're right. It is different. like a weird interpret. I've always thought it was like a weird version of the Adam, where he's like this happy-go-lucky guy. Or yeah, something exactly. Like that. Yeah. So he's supposed to be Ted Cord, and and, then, and who else was yeah. in there in, in season one? Uh, I, Rip I think Hunter. That's- Rip Hunter. Oh, Rip Hunter. Hunter yeah. The Hawks. Which the Hawks? Right. <laughs> I have never liked the Hawk characters. Me neither, yeah. uh, and this is not the, maybe the biggest exception, but it's maybe the time I found them the most tolerable. Um, I, I don't know. It's like, I have never liked them in the comics, but I it didn't like kill me uh, in this first season of the show. See, I felt the exact opposite. I thought this was the most, the least I've ever liked the Hawks. And, oh, uh, wow, really? Especially when the very obvious blackface on Hawkman when they flash back to the <laughs> Egyptian days, <laughs> which is, like, not talked about it's ever. It's not that and cool. And the fact it's not cool. And, like, they keep showing him, like, in, like, the full Egyptian garb. Like, yeah. Just, just, like, this white guy. I know. It's a little strange. It's a little strange. <laughs> Should have cast a uh, person of color, I think, as Hawkman. Yeah. Which yeah. they did for the the Rock did in uh, right. Black Adam. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I definitely really hate Carter because like his entire personality is just like trying to be with Kendra when she's mm-hmm. kind of doesn't like, want not to. into it. Yeah, I know it's very it's it is a weird <laughs> it's a weird relationship. Also, Carter is not like in the show that much. It's really more like Hawk Woman who's in that mm-hmm. first season. Like Carter, kind of dips out a little uh uh for most of the season so i guess maybe that's why i found it less boring is because kendra is just a slightly more interesting character than than carter (laughs) what is your did you watch you watch justice league unlimited i did i've watched all the bruce tim stuff uh you know i never really watched brave and the bold or i watched it actually like recently Uh, (laughs) i've heard it's good it is actually and paul dini like gets to go crazy in it there's some great episodes yeah what what is your history i'm sorry lenny with but before the flash series like you said you you've got into flash because of glee did you watch any of the animated shows or were you into comics or anything like that um i've only read a a few comics uh i've seen most of the animated shows um at least a little bit um yeah i really like batman the brave and the bold i think the series finale yeah. of that show is like one of the best TV shows. Yes, ever. it's so good. I gotta yeah, watch it's actually it. got me teary eyed. And, and yeah. again, I'm gonna kick my own ass here, but <laughs> was, it was weird because that was like the third episode of that show I'd seen, and yeah. I had no idea that it was the series finale. I had just started watching it, and it just like hits you so hard. It's I was really like, good. Oh. Yeah, it actually it is really good. My uh, whole connection to Hawk Girl really comes from that show, uh, from Just League Unlimited. 
So yes, that's, yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree. But I even kind of found Hot Girl boring on that <laughs> yeah, show. To be yeah, honest for with sure. You. I did. Yeah. Of the other characters. But I'm like, I'm like, she's supposed to be with Green Lantern. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I actually did read a little bit of like the Hawk stuff, and I know that like yeah. the Hawk World stuff is really cool. And I actually do like yeah. Hawkman. I think he's a cool character. And uh, uh, but. I could not stand the Hawks on Legends. Yeah. It's funny. Their very first appearance when the Flash was like launching the spinoff at the end, like Cisco looks at them and is like, I know he's your soulmate, but do you like each other? <laughs> and then like their last appearance ends with McRory being like, I give them three months. And, oh, like, yeah. That, so they had zero relationship development from that to that. That's the arc. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, they still don't seem like they like each other. Don't they just kind of like fly off into the distance at the end? Yeah. Then, yeah, they kind of just are at the end of one season being like, we won't come back next yeah, no, time. They Goodbye. Won't. Everybody hates. Like, and they haven't been back. Was, they like, have not they been haven't back. Been, I will oh, confirm. Well. Spoiler. <laughs> that's the last we see of both of them. Ah, that's fine with me. That's a fine spoiler <laughs> right. for me to know. Um, I am sort of a season one apologist. I get like yeah. why people find it less interesting, but I do think it was a much more like earnest season yeah. that like sure, I it's genuinely yeah. I felt like that season like genuinely cared about these characters and mm-hmm. yeah. other times I got a little frustrated because it did sort of this thing that like Riverdale did and CW is kind of guilty of a lot of just being like oh people like that will just do whatever and nothing matters yeah. and it's like no right. I like really cared about this and that's why I was watching I mean I definitely Lenny getting into like season three I'm starting to feel like that it starts feeling a little like frivolous and like yeah. truly like even like when you get into like the like you know the time bureau and all this God, shit it starts <laughs> yeah season three i feel like the way they treated they treated rip really made yeah. me angry yeah. it felt like you know um the late seasons of the office when the writers were clearly like mad at ed helms that was kind of the <laughs> feeling i got from season three with rip yeah and did you see how well i don't want to spoil anything for Jack, but the way they treated Brandon Ralph, I, I was not a fan. Yeah, oh, okay. of, uh, and I love Brandon Ralph. <laughs> you can feel free to spoil. I don't care. So, like, you know, we're doing a show about this. So they he, they like wrote him off the show. The rumor was because of his salary, mm-hmm. and wow. uh, his character just like automatically like gets married and gets off the show. But wow. he publicly was like tweeting out like, ah, "This I have no idea why they write me off the show. I love like this is my family up here. I don't want to leave." Wow, and then in bummer. the episode, they make him time travel and talk to Shakespeare, who as a writer explains to him why some characters need to die and why he should just oh trust my god the writer. <laughs> and that it's this so monologue annoying. where he looks at the camera and is like. The writers are always right. That Some is so characters annoying. gotta yeah. die. Wow. And then Jesus he Christ. left. And yeah, I love really- Brandon Routh. I, I, I'm hoping he gets That's his a own sickness. Superman the, the writers shouldn't be allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's really sad. He did this like interview after talking about it. And like, first of all, all he like thought he was going to be the main character of the show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes total sense because he's yeah. like the biggest. I mean, he's, he's like an, yeah. a movie star. Yeah. yeah. He was Superman. Yeah. And he sounds like he sounds like Ray Palmer when he's talking about it. He was right. just like, oh, yeah, I thought I was going to be the lead, but I guess I'm not. So that's fine. I just like being funny with McRory. And yeah, like, okay, he seems like a great guy. And yeah. I loved yeah. his when they brought him back to play Superman again. He oh, was, was so, so cool. Good. Like he talked about his like World of Warcraft addiction and all that. Like, Brandon Routh rules. Wow. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, Superman Returns made him get addicted to World of Warcraft. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing he'll talk about uh, on wow. podcasts. Season one, I it's hard for me to say that it truly is the worst because, like, 
you know, Captain Cold is in there, and also season three seems to be pretty fucking stupid, too. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you know, I will say that, like, as it's continuing, it does start to feel like, as it, getting into season three, I was like, oh, Damien Dark is, like, the villain again in this show. Like, they, I was, like, kind of interesting. I was like, oh, so it's some guy from Arrow in season two. That's kind of interesting. And then, like, halfway through three, it's like, the villain, here's the big reveal. It's, like, the same guy. Right. As last time. <laughs> yeah. I think it's so into Damien Dark, and I think, like, yeah. genuinely treat him better than Rip Hunter that season. I agree. I yeah. agree. That's true. That's true. And they even, like, make him, like, a good guy in that season. Yeah. Well, it's really weird because he, um, uh, I don't know, like, at what point you're on an arrow. I think they talk about this in Legends, so I can say this. He killed Laura Lance, Sarah's sister. Right. Yeah. They talk about it all the and, time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's very frustrating that, um, the only rule of time travel in the entire universe that they stick to is that you cannot fix Laurel's death. Yeah. That's like the Just one Laurel. thing. Only Laurel. And then, so then making Damien like this enjoyable character who we're supposed to kind of love is frustrating because it feels like um, Sarah can't even like properly stay mad at him. Like not only can she not change her past, she can't even be right. like, the guy who killed my sister is a bad guy. <laughs> right, right. It comes off, I think, like very weird. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys yeah. think of Vandal Savage as a villain? I kinda I like Vandal Savage. I in in comic books always thought of him as a as a much larger man. Yeah. <laughs> like the guy that they cast for Vandal Savage is just kind of like a a just sort of normal guy, yeah. it seems like. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I do like Vandal Savage as a villain. They kind of did the same thing with Rip Hunter. Mm-hmm. When I looked up that character, I was like, why did right. they cast like a 90-pound man? Which like <laughs> right. I loved. It made me like yeah. feel very yeah. affectionate for him that he's so tiny. But yeah. that's a funny trick. I think I think it's I think it's partially because in the comic books everyone is just like the size of Atlas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, Every single comic book character is just the most large man you've ever seen right. in your life. <laughs> he's also like a Neanderthal kind of guy. Yeah. Like he's like a big caveman. Yeah, um, that is the thing with Vandal Savage, though, is that yeah. Like, yeah, he's supposed to be a Neanderthal, you know. <laughs> it's uh, a cool villain to pick for a time travel story for sure. Yeah, um, I thought I thought Vandal Savage worked really well in season one. You know, it does get a little like dour and over serious. But yeah. like, I also felt like the plot for as ridiculous i mean time travel plots will sort of never really make like right. full sense or anything like that but season one felt like it was at least the most concerned with like trying to appear like it made a semblance of sense or something yeah. like that I feel like that's and, the and season the, where at the ending i'm like yeah that was like a good yeah, story that's a, that's a right. season of the show. others you can really tell they're like flying by the seat of their pants yeah oh for sure yeah no, there's no way that they knew what was, <laughs> what was gonna happen it's also funny. i think this is probably like a budget thing but mm-hmm. like more and more they start solving all their problems with like rhetoric and just like yeah <laughs> talking to the bad guy and so right. like, when i was rewatching season one for this i was like oh yeah this used to have like fight scenes fight right. <laughs> no, season one is really different i i've been actually enjoying it and they also have these great like one-off time travel things like with mcrory being chronos the whole time and like the oh i just watched the episode where they get stuck in the 50s for two years that's so like, good oh that yeah. one's kind of cool that one's cool Stranding them in the 50s worked really well because shows like that always, like, rush the relationships and you're always, right. like, they're, they're getting engaged now. That makes no fucking sense. Yeah, so, like, right. having it literally be like, well, we just missed two years. Yeah. 
Yeah, I that thought that worked cool. pretty well, actually. I liked how um, one thing I thought was clever when, because uh, for a long time they were announcing like a Justice Society show or something, and then in the next season when they brought in the Justice Society that they were actually from the forties. I thought that was like a cool like time travel thing that they could pe- do certain characters as period pieces. It just does feel like, you know, I know they've tried it a lot in the comics, but the Justice Society really only works if it's like during World War Two. You know what I mean? Like you can make them super old in present day or whatever and say that they've like lived for whatever fucking fake comic reason or whatever. But every time they try to be like and then there was the Justice Society that started at the same time as the Justice League or like 10 years before in the 80s. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Really works. (laughs) I will say what you're going to now if you're diving into the Arrowverse, you will have to watch Stargirl now because it's moving uh, the cw wow. which you're gonna hate i think star girl well i mean it's the jeff johns one too i don't even jeff johns is annoying that's to the me problem because this is the yeah. jeff johns show essentially but it, yeah. i know it's based on his late sister and they use yes. like uh her child photos for courtney's child photos oh my God. and wow. then it's like every episode is like you're gonna really hate it Jesus, it's very that's jeff too johns. much that's not but okay. anyway they did a good justice society i thought on the long waves on on, on uh, that show Stargirl. yeah but um, I like this Legends Justice Society. Um, fun fact, when the character at the end comes out who is revealed to be our man, Rex Tyler, he's the guy from yeah. Suits. He, The guy from Suits was told he was playing Green Lantern. And that <laughs> oh, character <laughs> was supposed to be Alan Scott. But then in when they were wrapped filming, they were told they couldn't do it, so they just changed it, and then they just dropped his whole storyline. Yeah, that's, wow. like, a huge moment for the season ender, and then you, like, wait three months, and it does not matter at all. He's like, it's like they're doing something else, and then they go back to it, and he's like, all right, well, see ya. <laughs> yeah, it never pays off, and they just drop it completely. So, yeah, they were totally, like, flying by the seat of their pants for this. They had no idea what they were doing, but I think it kind of yeah. works that I way. I think it kind of ends up being, like, a fun series that Agreed. feels like tv you know yeah. that does feel like goofy and kind of one-off in a way that i found appealing like you know yeah. uh, uh i'm watching supergirl also i think supergirl is pretty good although there's like there is a big drop off between basically when they went to go shoot the show in canada right yeah. you, know, uh, you, can, to, yeah. you can tell that you can tell that it's in canada in season right. two and i'm like <laughs> oh this is, this is a cw show now right. Uh, right this is not on the on the premiere tv yeah. network yeah. uh cbs uh the number one ratings getter uh <laughs> in the world <laughs> yeah well now i think the cw is the place to be what other show what other jobs in hollywood are like 10 seasons <laughs> i know and you get all these crossover episodes yeah you get to do all the cross like yeah that. Because Stephen Amell gets paid per like character he plays and stuff, like he wow. does like all these different weird deals where he gets like paid a lot. That's more. so funny. So like when he plays like Dark Arrow, yeah, he, he gets paid for different... like two episodes. And all this That's crazy so stuff. funny. Yeah, he's the man. He doesn't really seem to give a shit. <laughs> anyway, he's... he's just like into wrestling and stuff. <laughs> he's such a like nerd about TV yeah. stuff. Like he'll. He has like weird observations about like um the ratings of Hung, the HBO show yeah, he was yeah. on. <laughs> and I'm like, this is interesting st- statistics, but I just like didn't expect it from this, a hot guy. One of my wife's friends, her husband is like childhood friends with Stephen Amell. And so when we went to their wedding, Stephen Amell was there. So Arrow was just like at the wedding and he was like whatever everyone was like wow that's a tv guy or whatever but you know so arrow was just i was at a wedding with arrow one time you know we all shared communal wedding food uh at one time you guys had danielle panabaker on mitch live 
That's right. And Daniel I... Panabaker from The Flash we had on uh, on Mitch How Live as well. How did that come to be, if you don't mind me asking? I think that Van's wife uh, knows her okay. or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was before. So, you, you know, before you That was before I show. really knew uh, uh, who she was, to be <laughs> yeah. honest with you. She kind of gets Now that I watch the show. The, uh, oh, God, I know. Now, uh, Lenny, have you been involved with any of the crazy uh, Daniel Panabaker and uh, the actress who plays Iris West drama that Candace is going Patton. on? Candace Patton? No, I don't know. So there's, so there's this, like, crazy... I don't really know if I'm going to quote this right, but there's this, like, crazy subreddit that is convinced that the two of them hate each other. And wow. that, like, Daniel Panabaker's, like, a racist or something. <laughs> and <it's, laughs> well, that's just probably not true. I don't know. Though, I don't know the whole thing. But it's all because, like, Barry kisses Caitlin. They think that that makes, like, Daniel Panabaker. I think I may be instigating <laughs> wow. something. It's just, that is really funny. It's, it's a crazy thing on this. Wow. On this Wild. I don't know the full story of it. But, uh. I would have I would have asked her on Mitch Live. <laughs> you know, if only Mitch had known about this particular subreddit. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I think it's a fun show. I, I think if you're, you know, interested in, you know, the 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 larger Arrowverse, this is a fine one to start with, to be honest with you. Uh, it's the most TV show ish. And I think it also kind of gives you like a little sampler platter platter of the other shows as you go along. So I also think you can just watch the crossover episodes, to be honest, <laughs> like the crossovers do a good job of catching you up with everybody. I think oh, you think people can just watch the I, crossover. I think episodes if you know, um, if you know the comics, like, and you know, mm-hmm. oh, that's Green Arrow, that's Flash, that's Firestorm, then I, I don't think you'd have any problem just jumping into the crossovers. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the show, you know, uh, uh, is is fun, and it's like, you know, uh, uh, it's kind of in the same way that I, in the same way that it's like I like Batman versus Superman for being sort of appropriately, you know, schlocky and comic booky. I think right. that like the Arrowverse also kind of hits that that sort of sweet spot of uh, uh, schlocky and comic booky. What shows do you have next? So I am currently still on Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, uh, I'm watching Supergirl, as I said, with my wife. Uh, uh, and I'm kind of trying to watch them in order. So I will be dipping back into Flash, basically, because I've like gotten ahead on Legends of Tomorrow. Um, and then I don't really know the release order, but I'm going to go by release order on, you know, Black Lightning and then, you know, Stargirl and, um, you know, Batwoman. I don't remember exactly what the order. And then I want to watch the new Superman show. Yes. That's coming on uh, HBO Max with whatever that guy, <laughs> the little guy who the they have guy, yeah. Superman. <laughs> and there's like a gif of like Brandon Routh Superman just like holding him against a wall. Have you seen that one? <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, I, I've like. Posted really it once to Leslie, where he was like, there was some like cent, you know, alt centrist person <laughs> talking to him, and I put it up with that guy's account as the That's little really Superman, funny. and Leslie is the big <laughs> Superman. <laughs> um, well, yeah, um, you know, I think it's a fun show. Uh, uh, where would you guys? Where would you both recommend uh, uh, people start if they were gonna, you know, start with Arrowverse or even start with uh, Legends of Tomorrow? I think probably watch some of like the standout episodes. I think uh, Here I Go Again in season three is just like a really great TV episode. That is kind of an example of what that is, of like what Legends is. Um, it's another really good uh, Freaks and Greek in season five. Oh, yeah. I love that. Is, yeah. Oh, a I, great example of how fun it gets. Then. Actually, um, this season five might be I my favorite season. season. Five. Yeah, it's, I, w- it's I was really good. pleasantly surprised. Me too. Because... Um, 
Well, that's good to hear because I was like three. I'm like three's a little bit whack, but four uh, I think is actually actually four has some good stuff in it too. Yeah, it has it has good stuff, but it's definitely I think the worst. Like I got pretty frustrated during it. And the season five I actually like a lot. It's kind of went back a little more to like single episodes, like the TV episode mm-hmm. and the. The one, oh, the one where the Son of Sam dog comes on the Wave Rider? <laughs> That's so That was good. such a good episode, yeah. Encore's idea, they basically found a way to combine the supernatural fantasy stuff with yeah. the history stuff, and it worked really well. I kind of hope all the future seasons just continue being like season five, because they try to like reboot the show too much. Yeah, exactly. Well, we have aliens coming in the next season, which uh, I don't want to spoil much, but a lot of there's a lot of speculation there on these subreddits uh, wow. about who these alien races are going to be. It's an exciting time uh, uh, to, to be a D, an Arrowverse fan. This is what I, this is part of the reason why I got into it is because I'm like, it just feels like there's so much going on with the Arrowverse and I'm like, they're not doing anything with comics or anything. So I feel like I got to if I'm going to get some DC, this seems like the one where there's anything happening at all anyway. It reminds me of kind of like Degrassi, yes. where there's just like sure. so much of it to get into and learn about. And um, that really appeals to me. And yeah, you get like so emotional, like during the crossovers and stuff, when you see them being like basically the Justice League or they go to like all the different Earths and are like titans is an earth i don't know why and, that's uh, so robert noel from uh from batman 1989 <laughs> batman is it at the yeah it's so exciting even if i like don't really like the show like titans i wasn't that into but i'm like oh mm. they're part of the same universe it's right. just like, very <laughs> enjoyable it. that's how i watched had to watch yeah. three seasons of lucifer <laughs> <laughs> this this i think that's you know i, I think this is good for the first yeah. sort of first sort of entry in this look at the Arrowverse. you know uh, uh i'm gonna continue to watch uh uh you both are such you know uh uh, uh you know uh, prestige experts on it <laughs> I, I may i may have to ask one or both of you back yeah, at I some point uh, for another one of the, the series thing, uh, i really care about out there. <laughs> <laughs> Arrowverse shows. Well, you know, talking to people who really know their shit about the Arrowverse yes, uh, yes. Uh, is is really good. Um, is there anything you'd like to 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 plug or promote? You know, uh, um, you know, before we uh, say goodbye. Um, yeah, my podcast is called Chapter Surfing. I talk with people about uh, books, uh, about TV shows, and the books that they're based on. And it comes out uh, once a month. Uh, it goes on my Patreon the first of the month, um, which you can find if you search for Lenny Burnham. And then like a couple weeks later is wherever you get your podcast. Hell yeah. Uh, and, and you're on Twitter, right? Yes. At Lenny Burnham. There we go. Uh, and Jack, I have, find you? Uh, I'm at JJ bills with a Z on Twitter. Uh, you can check out chop, chop Chang operation chimp on Amazon. If you want, uh, it's a little student film I made with Jack Allison. I'm, I'm uh, in it for a short yeah. for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you want to, I haven't actually watched it in a long time. It's probably not very good. <laughs> um, uh, and I also wrote some stuff for Macaulay Culkin's website, bunnyears.com. If you want to go there, you can check it out. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, uh talk to you later. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down. 
five years strong.